there! I have no lower third, but I am Parlance, and this is episode 147 of the Fresher and Parlance show. And I am Fresher. I do have my lower third. And in case you're wondering, viewers, my cat Yoda is just jumping up here. But this is also a lifestyle show that me and Fresher and Parlance talk about (laughs) happenings. Every Thursday at 9 o'clock live, you can message us on our YouTube chat or on Twitter at Fresh and Par. And uh, yeah, so we just kind of talk about stuff. How's things with you, Parlance? Uh, you know, it's, it's going, it's going, I'll, I'll be honest. So you know how I, I, I'm, I'm pretty old. I'm a pretty old guy, but, um, so, uh, You're not that old. I, well, it's funny you mentioned that. Cause I was watching the state of the union and you know how after the state of the union, they do the, um, the, 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 rebuttal, like, the rebuttal or whatever. And the whole yeah. time they're talking about this inexperienced guy, he's so young, politician, blah, 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 blah. Like, they keep saying that, this Joseph Kennedy the third or whatever. Of course, another fucking Kennedy. Because like 75. <laughs> no, no, I know. So they're like, oh, he's so young, he's inexperienced, and so young, and so young, right? And um, then at the end of the thing, he's like, he's 37 years old. And I'm like, gosh darn it. Like, so is that what I need to be considered to be young? I just have to go and become a politician? And, and Yeah, that, I know, right? But it, he did, it did. I always saw a bunch of stuff that oh my gosh, he looks like um, uh, Conan and Superman had a kid. And he also had like little weird like uh, glow. Oh, he's like, a wet his wet mouth, glary like weird. It looked like he was drooling out of the corner of his mouth. Yeah. It was very strange. I didn't actually watch any of the the State of the Union stuff. I only read or like you know watched all the videos about it later. So I only have highlights. Um. It's so it's interesting. So he, uh, the, so one of the funniest things was, you know, Trump. I can't, I can't do a Trump impression. I've, I've never really done it. But he, you know, he was like, and there's this guy here, and his name is. He goes by DJ, but his name wasn't. It didn't go by DJ. And then he's like, and CJ. You could call him whatever he. He says you could call him whatever you want, but it was totally a misread. And, and and so yeah. then someone went back and did all of the times when he was reading from a teleprompter where he said something wrong. And he always yeah. he always says the thing wrong, then says and, and then says the thing that he was supposed to say. It's really, really what? funny. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. That's pretty good. I mean, I bet he does that all the time. Well, he doesn't read from a teleprompter all the time. That's the thing. Most of the time, he just goes up there and wings it. That's um, crazy. That's crazy. But overall, it seemed like, from what I hear, uh, uneventful. I mean, like, it seems like he had, he had a very low bar, but he didn't do anything like wacky or crazy. He just had like uh, not inspiring speech, basically. But it well, was like very scripted. It was definitely scripted. I mean, it was he really relied on. I mean, it always is. It's just he like actually stuck to it. <laughs> I Yeah. But here's the thing. It was like he relied a lot on and he is so and so in the crowd. Their son died in North Korea. Here's so and so in the crowd. This person died from a Mexican immigrant. This is here's so and so in the crowd. Uh, he got run over by a train, and now he's alive and doing all this stuff. And here's like he relied a lot on that sort of thing, and it did. The yeah. second half was you know, I only saw the last like maybe forty minutes of it or thirty five minutes of it, and so I only saw yeah. the dark half. I didn't see the quote unquote softer inspirational half, which that's I guess even debatable in and of itself, but um. The eh, whatever, whatever. I'm getting a little feedback. A little feedback pressure. A little bit. I oh really? Oh, okay, I'll I'll turn my my vase down. And so then uh, the uh, the Democratic response. It was like I don't know. Did you know they had a separate Democratic response that was on? Yeah, like, I heard the, they had like five. Yeah, yeah. Well, like Bernie a bunch of people had their own streams. Like Bernie Sanders did one. Yeah, and then one on Univision and Telemundo. That was like a Spanish one. Spoken in Spanish. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Whatever. It was. I think it's like it's funny you didn't mention mention like the the whole FBI or like uh Russia stuff at all. He mentioned one thing. It was like uh, he only mentioned that they're our enemy. He, what the FBI? No, like China and Russia. No, he said one thing about the FBI. He said oh. how, and I don't remember, I'm not going to exactly quote it properly, but it was effectively 
we need to, you know, make sure that people in the, it was like coded words, basically. Like, you know, I can, you could look it up afterwards, but it was, he's called it out by not explicitly stating it. Yeah. So, yeah. So like not explicitly. Yeah. Yeah. And he also, uh, he's going to release that memo too, that Nunez memo. What oh yeah, shit? I know. That's, that's all crazy. Did he though? I thought he was going to do it today. He hasn't done it yet, but he's going to. Like, it's just a matter of time. Because they said, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I don't know if he will. Uh, he will. It'll be crazy if he. Well, I don't F- know. Either, either way, it's all crazy, anyways. Literally, the FBI guy, <laughs> the guy that he hired to, um, to yeah. run the FBI, said it would be really, really irresponsible. Yeah, he and- said it was bad. And it's like, I, uh, he was pissed. And now, now we're getting into politics. But the FBI guy, Rye or whatever, what's his name? Ray, Christopher Ray. Ray? Like he, uh, like Trump literally picked him. I know. And then like, it's only been like six months, not even long. I don't even know how long it's been. Not very long. And like, uh, now he's like positioning everything against like, he's saying like, you know, it's not run well at all. It's like, you picked the guy. And then he's like, so he was going to quit or whatever, maybe because it's just dumb. Like, it's under his like guidance, and like then he's saying that it's not working. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, basically, the memo is. I here's what I think. It's speculated that it's for. Well, not it's, about the memo, just like the whole thing, like well, the, well, just yeah. the being anti FBI when it's like you put the head of him there, like that's your guy. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. But the the thing is, the reason why he's going against Ray on this thing is because the whole thing is that he could fire Rosenstein. The the guy that's in charge at the Justice Department. Yeah, no, he, no, that's like his real motive. I'm just yeah, saying, like his yeah. like justification or whatever is like doesn't make sense at all. No, it doesn't make sense. And if you try to think about it, you're just never gonna. There's no, there's no, uh, yeah, there's no, there's no good, there's no good outcome to any of this. I don't think. I mean, I know. Yeah, and you think that? Yeah, that just that it's like going up to like at this point. They're not following laws, and the at the beginning he wasn't either. Like with the uh, annulment stuff, and like with the uh, you know Emolu- of emolument, 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 uh, emolument, or whatever. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. But uh, basically, it's just he's pushing all the things that are kind of not like specifically laws. But then you still have to be prosecuted for any of them. And then like now that he just keeps doing it, it's like, are the laws even going to stand? Is like it's like getting like post law is what it's like post law like if there's no laws then i mean if if he doesn't have any laws then it's like basically the whole system is like ruined which it's is ruined. The, like that's the bad part it's going that direction the republicans it's like not impossible for that to happen the congress, at this point. the congress is basically a bunch of stooges they're just all a bunch of stooges they're like totally <laughs> all about trump right now they think he's and they're totally they're basically obstructing they're, they're just like throw me anything. I'll obstruct it. What do you want me to do? How do you want me? What What do you want me to do? What? Th- just tell me what to do, and we'll make it more impossible for them to do anything. They're just basically yeah. co- co-conspirators at this point in like stopping the Russia investigation. And basically, I don't even think they did anything. It's very likely they didn't even do anything wrong. It's just that Trump's a shady yeah, dude. He's just a shady dude. I know. And yeah. We, like it's uh, not. It's not even gonna. I don't think that it was a. I don't think there's some sort of like thing that he did like crazy bad or anything. Like, I don't think the Russia stuff is like that real. Like he's kind of right, but I think he's the one who's overblowing it. Yeah. He's fighting back when, if he just let it go. Yeah. Maybe they find some dirt. Maybe they don't find some dirt, but you know what? It'll go away. He's just making it. He's becoming more criminal every single day because of it. I know. Whatever. And the criminal thing's not even the original thing that he did. It's just this whole process. Yeah. He's yeah. Basically. Yeah. I mean, if you remember, I don't know if you remember this, but like the the whole Bill Clinton special prosecutor, the Ken Starr thing back in yeah. the day, like that was that all was, set up. Like he only got that was just for lying too. Yeah, well, he it was all it was initially started with something about like cattle futures and something called uh, whitewater. It was like something about cattle futures and illegally profiting off of stuff. And there was nothing there. There was nothing, anything. And the only thing they ended up getting him on was lying about having an affair with someone. So it's like, basically, yeah. that's kind of where we're going now. They're just like pushing a little further. But it's worse because the thing that Bill Clinton did, which was it's like, I'm lying about getting a blowjob in the Oval Office. 
is yeah. not really that you know it's pretty bad but it's not like that bad you know what i mean you lie i mean because it wasn't even about the like the act it was more about the line it was definitely about the lying about it right in this case it's 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 just like doing everything in his power to like like be a skis ball a skis ball <laughs> and also yeah. anyways associate it with a bunch of known criminals that have already been charged yeah yeah, well, screw but that guy. Screw that guy. Enough, enough about. Yeah, screw that guy. About politics. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> so I, that, that was a perfect lead into something, but I don't know what. Um, was it about your phone needing repairs? No, oh. I mean, I guess that's not lead in, but I can talk about it. Well, I mean, our country's my... our country is in need of some repair. How about your phone? Oh yeah, nice. Much like my phone. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I was. I'm disappointed. I finally brought it in. I I have the first generation Pixel, Google Pixel. Yeah, Love it. Ooh. It's worked really well. But um, the microphone for the um, for like talking on the phone and the phone speaker have stopped working. So then, like, only the regular speaker works. And like, it's super annoying because I can't use it for a phone. Like, I never use it for a phone, so I don't even know how long it's broken because it's only come up recently. But I was trying to do like some uh, repair works at my house and things, and I can't call the contractors. I have to be like, oh, I can only do texts. Oh, it's Merlin. You got to say something so uh, it goes to you. Oh, yeah. No, you could keep talking. It's Merlin's just chilling here. Oh, it's for me. This is a personal Merlining. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, hey, Merlin. This is, he doesn't look that happy. He's kind of like a. Uh, I can't tell the difference, but but um, um he's a furball. He's like super furball right now. Like you can't even you can't <laughs> even super anyway, furball. Keep going, keep going, keep talking about your phone. Yeah, microphone's broken. Contractors. So you, uh, by the way, you just them. said you literally just said something along the lines of I have no long no clue how long it wasn't working because I don't use it as a phone. What do you use it yeah. for then? I just use it for email and chat and like listening to music and watching shows. Like I don't really talk on the phone. That's not a thing. No, you're watching shows. So what do you have a headphone in or something? No, the, um, the regular speaker works. It's only that speaker on the phone part. Oh, like if you're holding it up to your face, I see. But, uh, so yeah, that sucks, but I had to bring it in today and they're like evaluating it. I did all the Google, um, you know, troubleshooting on the phone and they said like, oh, you have to get it serviced, but I'm out of warranty. So I had to bring it to the place. But I was reading it might be one of the chips that's like doesn't have a good soldering. And so temperature makes it connect and disconnect because it's kind of sporadic too. And uh, so like if it's that, then there's nothing like we could do to fix it. Like the people I asked them. So what if it's like this mainboard thing? And they said, oh, then you pretty much just have to get a new phone because there's nothing we can do to fix it. So I'm wondering, though, I was on your uh, suggestion. I did buy my phone with my rewards credit card. So and which doubles the manufacturer warranty. So I'm going to try to get whatever repair I have done uh, paid for by my credit card company. I'm going to do it after. But I'm wondering if it is deemed unfixable by the official fixing place. I wonder if the credit card will replace the phone. That seems like a stretch. But I like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that would they would do that. You have to call them. I think. Yeah. Basically, you have I'll to have to say them. I'm do whatever they, like, you know what they say. But that would be cool. So maybe I would get a new phone. But I, I'll keep I'll keep our viewers updated on that situation. Yeah. Right now, be, I don't have my phone for like two days. Basically, monitor this uh, this whole situation because I think most people would like to know how you do a, a credit card rebate like that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never done it. It was yeah. a great suggestion because when I looked up the stats, like it is like it doubles the the manufacturer warranty on stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, so I so I um Fred came over after work briefly, um, and we played a little uh PUBG that the player unknown battleground or whatever it's called. That game is so dumb, yeah. but also really good. It's hard to explain. It's a really buggy. game. I mean, it's usually the dumb games that are good. Yeah. But it, um, but the, what's crazy is like I was reading this they this thing and it reminded me a little bit of PUBG because basically PUBG you land in a in a abandoned like 
town or well, like an island with all these towns. Yeah. And then you go into houses and you just find weapons to use to kill. It's like a hundred people and you play down to one kind of like uh, that battle Royale uh, movie or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, a, a loaded grenade launcher was left at a for- Florida Goodwill store. So I was just thinking like that would be a good like PUBG. Wait, in like real life in real life. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's someone, crazy. someone donated a grenade launcher with a live grenade that was loaded inside. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's not that's not safe. No, I've uh, heard of like live grenades, but not like a grenade launcher. Where does a grenade launcher even come from? Like, who gets a grenade launcher? Where do you get a grenade launcher? I don't know. Oh, speaking of grenade launchers, the you saw that whole flamethrower thing that I, uh, Elon Musk did. I did see that whole flamethrower thing. Apparently, they sold out completely. Yeah, he made like five hundred thousand or something on it. I heard. Oh yeah, you. I didn't even see. That was on the thing. That was an off the top of my head uh, tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually. I put it in the notes. I know. Can you believe it? I, I, you were out like uh, looking, throwing a house parties with kid and play. I was here. Yeah. I was here doing the the hard work, the manual labor, toiling and uh, toiling and toiling, toiling in the mines. I was chipping. I was chipping uh, the the coal off the wall. I was uh, the anthracite, <laughs> if you will. I was. Uh, I was uh, weaving the the blankets. I was uh, shearing the sheep, if you will, while you were having fun. Yeah. All of that. But yeah, I don't know if anyone has seen this. But yeah, there was uh, they made uh, twenty thousand of them at five hundred dollars each. To be honest, though, it kind of looks cartoony. The thing. It does. I was surprised too. They were writing a lot about like how there's not really any regulations on having a flamethrower. There's only like two states or something where it's illegal to have. It says here much. This is a weird thing that the company said much like a roller coaster. This is designed to be thrilling without danger. I'm just curious how a flamethrower doesn't have any danger because when I play battlefield one, it would be dangerous when you play battlefield one and you find a flamethrower in the, in the field, it's pretty much lights out. If you're anywhere near anyone, it's, Oh, I love this advertised as guaranteed to liven up any party. Which I don't like. What so part? I mean, was it? I thought it was like a promotional thing, like a swag thing, but they just sold it randomly. Yeah, they just sold it. Yeah, just for fun. It's like, hey, it would be cool if we sold flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder if they had them custom built. They built them themselves. I thought that it was like their company built them. That's cool. Well, here's the question on that: What does it use for your um... fuel? Yeah, propane. Uh, probably. I mean, yeah, probably. Come to think of it, I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna. I. It to me, I bet you it's pretty shitty. It's probably just like a like one of those like torches that you just screw on the top of the, of the of a propane yeah. tank. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it looks like it's. Oh, it's the boring company. That's right. It's pretty cool swag though. So I have a story about torches when I was a kid. So um, I oh, used yeah. to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad wasn't the most, uh, if my dad's watching, sorry, dad, but it's true. He wasn't the most <laughs> supervising of that, of parents. And, um, yeah, so like he would let me, this is what I'm talking like when I'm seven, dude, this is not like when I was like 15. Yeah. Like when I, he used to just let me play with torches, like those flame torches. Yeah. Like those propane torches. And, um, basically I used it for everything. I would like, try to torch anything apples we had the apple yeah. tree in the back i would torch anything and anything i could find and i would also I, the one thing i did do is i knew i was smart enough not to torch my hand right i also wore <laughs> i also had glasses like like uh like safety glasses that i would wear when i yeah. torch shit so like it was no, that's, that's 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 a good thing okay but i didn't wear gloves just to be clear i didn't wear gloves yeah. and um i used to just melt match i'd like i wouldn't do it all the time but i would torch matchboxes like melt them matchbox cars yeah little matchbox cars it was dope oh, yeah. they would they would just literally turn into like boiling liquid and just like like ooze that is cool stuff. yeah because yeah. they're like pewter or something yeah so i um i was doing it and somehow it like bubbled and yeah. popped and the um the aluminum or whatever the pewter shot up 
and like was and it landed on my hand. Yeah, and it, it and burn it, super bad. It started just going in. Do you know what I mean? Like what? it started, yeah, it started yeah. melting into my skin. Yeah, and yeah. like I quickly, you know, like you do this. Well, I have a ring on, but if you do this, like whoa, you know, like that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that, and it shot off. But then I looked down, and I had like a probably like a half centimeter hole where the thing was because it was what? just. Yeah, the scar is still there to this day. So this was like, yeah, her? like a son of a bitch, like a son of a bitch. <laughs> it did, did hurt. Twitch stuff after that, or use gloves? Um, I probably use. Glo- I don't. Here's the thing, I don't remember any torching after that. Yeah, but that might not be because I didn't torch anything. It just might be that I just blacked it all out. Like it's all blacked out. Like I don't remember. Here's the thing, I don't remember. Tor- like I don't remember how much stuff I torched. That's the funny thing. Like I just know I torched a lot yeah. of stuff, yeah. Um, and uh, the, like the only thing I remember is this torch thing spewing up and shooting hot molten liquid, uh, molten metal onto my hand and burning a hole in it. Um, it was just basically like second nature torching stuff. Yeah, it was like it's like how can I kill time? I know I'll torch stuff, kind of like that. <laughs> like if I, cool. I'm yeah, trying to think of something like that that I did. I can't think of like I would torch anything and like anything <clears throat> I could find. Grapes, uh, ants. Um, it's kind of like uh, will will the the iron ball melt through it or like can't will it blend or whatever? I, I don't know. I just was I was basically I'm pretty sure I was a pyromaniac at one point in my life. Like I, <laughs> I mean, it was just so cool. It was just so cool. I mean, that is pretty cool. Wait, didn't you run out of propane or how many like more propanes did you get? unlimited it was an unlimited situation this was not like this is like oh you ran out of propane here you go have another one. Oh, really oh you mean that he just buy you another one yeah it wasn't like um yeah it wasn't like a one-time deal it was like here's this is a propane torch yeah <laughs> you, you can just do whatever with it i'm pretty sure like now that i think about it i kind of oh. want to get a propane torch they're pretty cool speaking of propane torch that reminds me of another thing that i've heard about you similar to the propane torch you were really into barbecuing weren't you i was <laughs> i was really <laughs> why are you bringing it what made that that? i mean like torching stuff and barbecuing stuff are kind of similar but you were like really into barbecuing weren't you <laughs> i love you like you're a barbecue connoisseur well i when i was when uh, young and... so when i was a young kid i would um i had like a little hibachi like that you know like a, it yeah. was a, but it was also a, it wasn't like charcoal it was propane to be fair did you use a torch to start it well no because it had the it had like a little clicker thing that would just turn it on was the or, torch and the bar the barbecue at the same time no was it the same era or was it a uh, different era different era different house different everything but yeah i used to barbecue in my backyard all the time i was like hey man want to come to my house i'll make some burgers or whatever and they're like yeah so then i would go we would all come to my house and then i would just go cook burgers on the back in the backyard on my little hibachi grill i would do it all the time cool. i i love doing it how old is that how old were you then Probably like between the ages of 12 and 14, 11 and 14, maybe. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. like a really cool age to do barbecuing. <laughs> so <laughs> a funny story about that barbecue. I had that barbecue. I bought it at like Kmart. Like it was, I don't even know. Honestly, unsure of what year it was acquired and why we acquired it. There's no no <laughs> real reason on why we had it. But on top of that, like when I was in college, I remember I was like, mom, I was like, we. this is back when I was on the East Coast. I used to go tailgating at football games. Yeah. And uh, so my aunt um, would used to used to get us really good tickets for um, Jets and Giant football games, and we always were like, oh, like it's it was like pretty lame. We didn't have anything or any like thing to cook, so we would go tailgate. And basically, it was like it was just a bunch of Coors Light and really not much else. Like we just like get hammered, like chips or whatever. Yeah, chips and yeah, or maybe sandwiches that we would bring. And like at some point, like after the third time. And uh, as we started to take tailgating more and more seriously, I was like, you know what? I have a grill that I used to use when I was a kid. So then I brought that grill to New 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 Jersey, where my aunt lived. Yeah. And then we started taking that to the games. And we did that for like years, like maybe three or four years. But then finally, right. it just like grill, broke. That's, that's a... What's the matter? That's like, a, that's like a long use. Like, this is the grill that I learned on. Yeah. But then... <laughs> but then the grill somehow broke or something like that. And it was left in the parking lot. 
it was left in the parking lot of the Meadowlands at one point. So I feel like that's a good that's a good send off. Much like Jimmy Hoffa, my barbecue grill was buried in the Meadowlands. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's, that's true. Cool, I, was, I was a griller. But speaking, I like of, your barbecue history. Speaking of um uh a uh a grilling or whatever, did you see this hair dryer <laughs> that was taken off the market on Amazon? No, that's crazy. Oh, it was like a whole line of them, not just like one. <laughs> Amazon pulls the, the headline of the article is Amazon pulls hair hair dryer after a woman discovers it shoots fire, and there's literally that a video of it shooting fire. Um, I mean, oh that's God. that's even better than uh, the boring company's like flamethrower. Basically, I the first time I saw How this, I was like, hair caught on fire from this. I don't understand. And basically, is it a setting? I didn't really fully understand. It doesn't really explain it exactly. But there's a video of the woman and she's like, oh, my gosh. And it's just like, basically, it's a it's a flamethrower. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, Amazon has pulled several hair products from its website after a South Carolina posted a video of a hair dryer she ordered smoking and shooting fire. It's like Michael. It's like a Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial up in here. <laughs> It's it's funny. Anyway, uh, so uh, that is crazy. It's ridiculous. So what's uh, what else is going on? What else is what, what is else? What else? What else we got? Come on. Yeah. What, what else? Oh, oh, ooh, I got hot. something. I got I got two <laughs> two Nintendo things that have I wanted to talk about. One is that they're making a Super Mario Brothers movie. That's, it seems like it's way. I thought that they had a live action one, or was that just a TV show? This is going to be a cartoon one, and it's going to be done by the same. Uh, animation studio the, that did Minions. Oh, so it's going to be 3D and stuff? I I don't know if it's going to be 3D, but it's the same. It's I don't know. The, I kind of over like the whole Mario. Like it's good for games, but I don't know if there's much like you can do in the universe for. I guess they can do anything. It could be like the hat thing. They just pull something crazy out of wherever. Pull something crazy out of the hat. Is that what you're trying to get at? I mean, like because this new one on the. Um, the switch is like about hats. So his hats, like it's a race of hats. It's hat talks and stuff. And like there's other, it's a un- hat universe. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, they could, I mean, That's basically they could do whatever they want. Um, yeah, I know. Then, it could be whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to see it, nor will I probably even rent it. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I don't uh, think I would see that either. I still need to see the, um, the new blade runner. Oh, me I'm too. I'm excited about it, but I haven't seen it yet. Me too. Me too. It just won an art direction award for like, I don't know, some guild of art directors or something. I was like, congratulations to <laughs> those guilds. 2049. 20, <laughs> um, and then th- na- lastly, Nintendo is bringing Mario Kart to smartphones. This I think could be cool. What do you think? Yeah, I think that, that would be great. Especially because you can use the phone as your steering wheel and stuff. And like, you can play online with people. That would be amazing. Well, if there's one thing that Nintendo doesn't do well, it's online playing. I know. So if you could just like sync like with everyone, like right where you are on your phone, that'd be sweet. And you, if you could play it on Switch at the same time, oh, that'd like be they pretty made cool. it like an open like platform thing. That'd be pretty cool. I don't think you. They don't have Mario accounts yet, though, because that's what they need for that to work. What Not do you Mario. Mean? I mean Nintendo accounts. Well, don't they have like? friend codes or whatever like something like that that's like on the old one i hope that's not how it works because that's the worst i think that's what it still is i'm pretty sure it's still friend codes yeah 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 it's i mean i don't know i don't have a switch but i'd be i wouldn't be i kind of want one but i just know that i'd get it and not play it they they're i mean what's cool about the switch is you could just play it like in your bedroom like under the covers yeah i mean it's not i mean it's like i don't even have time to listen to the other great podcasts on our network so like that doesn't even require any effort you could literally just put that i know and i don't have time for that how could you not have time time for that what do you do at night when you're lying in bed what are you doing sleeping no, before the sleep, before the sleep, the period before <laughs> the sleep when you're lying in bed. I mean, maybe I'll like look at like just read news for like five minutes. So you literally fall asleep with the phone on your face like this. Yeah, sometimes I have to put it down. Like, so it doesn't. <laughs> I won't be able to do today. I don't even know what I used for an alarm. No phone. Oh, Hashtag um... no phone. <laughs> so the phone is your alarm? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. my everything. 
It's my everything. everything. You had me at hello. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, I guess I use my phone for an alarm too. We have one of these. I think I told you we got one of these uh, true daylight alarms. Uh, where like, oh really? Is that good? It's pretty good. It's slowly... I like the idea of those. So what's cool is that a half hour before your alarm starts, it slowly starts bringing up the light in your room. Yeah. So that by the time when the alarm goes off, it's actually so bright it looks like daylight. So I mean, does it make waking up better? Yes, it does make waking up better because if I there's nothing I hate more than waking up when it's completely dark outside. Like it just makes me feel know, oh, and the room is dark and everything's dark. So this this is actually this is on two separate occasions. I've been completely fooled by it. What like do you I mean that you just thought it was daytime. I just thought it was like bright out, and then like I hit the alarm to like shut it off, and it got dark, and I was like, God darn it. Like it's dark out. <laughs> Why does it get dark after the alarm goes off? Because I didn't keep the light on. I just hit the I just hit the alarm shut off button, not the light. I hit oh, the light. Yeah. There's two ways you could do. It. You could shut off the alarm, and sh or shut off the light. Like depending on the button you switch. So like if I shut off the alarm, then the alarm will shut up, but the light will stay on. If I hit the light, everything will shut off. So it's just like if you hit. The I have button the um. Yeah, I have like the uh, you know, the Google Home like lights so i can say turn the light on turn the light off and it'll also set to different um brightnesses yeah i want to have that set up so like i could basically do the same thing but i don't think that there's something like that integrates that well enough it should like there should be a light alarm in google home there should be i mean we basically we bought this on amazon as a specialty purchase because um this it was just this winter it was brutal it was just brutal waking just getting up <laughs> in the middle of the darkness it just was not it i was, know right and then after coming back when we were in australia where it was like bright out still and things were like we could still yeah do, and, and then coming back it just like compounded it we were like we need we need to have because we just had a sun lamp <laughs> but the thing is is that there was no good way to like get it to work and shut off and stuff so like this was like a good middle ground and then we just set up the sun lamp over on the other side of the thing so like once we shut off that, we could just turn on the other lamp and that would brighten up the entire room, not just the area by our bed. So, so like, before you had this, did you have to get out of bed to turn the lights on? No, I mean, I have a little light by the side of my bed, but it's that warm, like, normal light. It's not like the yeah. sunlight, which, like, it's a little more blue. You know? Do you guys have the sunlights, like, throughout your house? Just we changed all of our lights to 5,000 5, K for the temperature. No, uh, only in the bathroom, uh, our main uh, main bathrooms, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? The sink area, I changed it so that when you turn those on, it's all it's all that. But not, not all through the house. Oh, yeah, I gave you those lights. Did you use them? I forgot. No, I still have them here because I haven't had any need to replace any yet. <laughs> it's just like, I'm kind of change them. Yeah, but like, why should I change them? They're going to eventually die and then I could just put them in there. But they use less power. I guess, but the lights that I'm, that's why it's, they haven't died is because the lights that I'm replacing them with, I don't use that much. Oh, but I'm going to get replaced then. They're definitely going to get replaced because I have light bulbs popping. My house is old, dude. It's like things are popping now. So like, it's just a matter of time. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, Amazon, speaking of popping, their stock went up like $87 in after hour trading. Did it like go down again too though? So it went down $60 during the day. And then it, after they did their yeah. earnings call, it went up in after I was trading almost $90. So it made back really? all the money huh. lost during the day and then went up another 20, 30 bucks. And then yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but they they announced the healthcare thing, which I think is pretty cool. I don't know if you saw that. I know. I'm excited about that. I mean, if it works, I hope that it can be like the Uber of healthcare. Uh, so like you want a disruptor. disruptor? Oh, jinx. Yeah. You can jinx on this show. Ooh, jinx, jinx. Fresher, 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 fresher. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be, I think it's pretty cool. And we were looking, we were looking at the list of employees, you and I, like this is a yeah. pre-show research, if you will, uh, about America's <laughs> largest uh, employers. And it's crazy to think that first off, Amazon hire, owns, has about 6,000, 600,000 employees in the United States, which is like roughly equivalent to the 
uh, oh, that's super- only the United States too. I didn't think of that because it's international. Yeah, it's an international company. Yeah, there's six hundred thousand in the U.S., which is roughly equivalent to the uh, to the population of like Seattle, but also like Wyoming. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. Like, and like if they could save a lot of money, like having not having to pay one of these other health insurance companies that's gouging people, and then like it could just like flow over to help everybody else too they could just like have the system there and then like start bringing people in because it could be better yeah for sure and then or at least like you know that's it could push for the other system to like be more competitive too yeah i mean it's pretty impressive let's see what happens here but basically when amazon they're partnering with what jp morgan and berkshire hathaway and some other company Basically, if if this it sh- it caused healthcare stocks to drop thirty percent or something or thirty billion dollars yeah. in, in market cap, just f- on the announcement, it's pretty crazy what like Amazon could do nowadays. Um, I know. I was. Oh, their balls say- are done, by the way. They have completed balls. They do have completed balls, no, and they're uh, they're jungly. They're a little. They're hairy. They got um, jungle balls. They got jungle balls. So I was talking to a coworker today who said if you invested $25,000 in Amazon options back in October, those options would have been worth over, I forget the strike price. It was, I think, for $1,500 for the strike price. If you had bought that then for like um, expiring in next October, like October 2018, that $25,000 would be worth $1 million. Wait, so he doesn't have them? No. Well, no, he was just telling, he told me what, not to get into specifics, because he did yeah. have some, but he didn't have that much of them. And oh, he didn't yeah. hold okay. it as long yeah. as he could have hold it, held it. He yeah. sold it at a different price. But if he had waited, basically, he could have, it, it, they were, too, the options, not to get into the complicated nature of options. It's like, should have got Bitcoin like seven years ago. But basically... He, the options were valued somewhere in the vicinity of two, two and a half to three dollars, and yeah. and uh, and the they are currently worth over like a hundred and thirty dollars or something like that. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a lot of money that you could have made if you did that. Um, uh, Amazon, Google, they all posted pretty good profits. I think. I think they're all. Uh, I think it's a every basically everyone's going to cr- increase profits moving forward because. Less taxes, less taxes to pay. Yeah, I know, and like it's gonna go down to the consumer, the employees, or whatever. Supposedly, well, that's the trickle down effect, right? That's what they're hoping that yeah. it's gonna be, but it never works. Eventually, it just stays at the top. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see if like the I I was talking to someone about this. You know, Trump's policy. Basically, he he has the ability to make people do things when he doesn't want them to do things. So basically, yeah. so what my point is, is like when he says, I don't want, I want to defund Planned Parenthood, then all these people go and just give a whole shit ton of money to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he has the opposite effect of the thing that he's actually trying to do. So it's possible. Isn't that what, what's his name got like rich on him from like betting against every one of his <laughs> businesses? Yeah, pretty much. Right. So like, this this is I guess my point is like it, it's possible that like he's going to succeed not because its policies are so good but everyone's going to be so like pissed off at like all the things that are happening that they're actually going to push it down just to like just to fuck with like his like uh thing but in the yeah, end it's actually like whatever but then it's like an adamant just trying to make it go the other way yeah exactly so in effect Trump could ultimately like get things done that are good for society just because. Not the things he's actually trying to do, but because people are actually trying to counter the things he's trying to do. Kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's it. That's, it was like one more thing. And speaking of counter, I started watching the show Counterpart on uh, Stars, which, by the way, best yeah. transition of the show right there. Best. I haven't, I haven't, yeah, that was really good. I haven't even heard of that show. Okay. So um, it's really good and you should watch it. That's what I'm going to say. So let me, can I tell you what the plot is and then you tell me if you want to watch it or not? Definitely. I want to hear what the plot is. Okay. So here's the plot. This guy works for this um, unnamed or like organization in Germany. It, I believe the organization takes place in a world that's roughly around our time frame. Maybe a little bit differently. Maybe it's a little in the future. Maybe it's not. Yeah. It's hard to, they don't give a date per se. And he's, and it, and he goes in, he, 
he has a b- bunch of rote stuff and he like goes to a window and uh, he, they it's all spy shit. And they like say, have you had a flower today? And then he has three envelopes and then he finds one that says, have you had a flower today? Yeah. And then they answer questions back and forth to each other in cryptography. And then he goes and that's all he does. And he's trying to get vying for a promotion. And then he gets sucked into this uh, like scheme and he doesn't know why he's trying to get promoted. He can't get promoted. He gets sucked into the scheme. He doesn't know why. And then it turns out that he's a guy that looks exactly like him has, is coming and asking for his help because he's from another universe. What? Yeah. So the plot of the show is this back when in the Soviet era or whatever, communist East Germany, they somehow created a door that took that took yeah. you to a world that was exactly the same as the world we were in. It, it, whether it was there or not there before is not really discussed at that moment. Like whether like the door open created it or if it was there and we just did it. But once the door opened, it was exactly the same. But they things started to diverge little by little so that yeah. they're no longer exactly the same. Yeah. So, so like in this world, that the main's character is now like a super spy. Whereas in the other one, he's like a lowly analyst and he's getting dragged in. And the one's trying to help the other one's trying to teach one humanity. The other one's trying to teach him how to be like a better, like spy or whatever. So like, wait, but how do they, uh, is since the door existed, yes. how do they go between like Sahaz or whatever? So the door opens, right. And then it's all monitored now. And it's like very secretive. And to cross over to the other door, you have to get a visa basically so it's like there's but so everyone can use it there's only one door right there's only one door and only few people could do it they have to be like ambassadors or whatever and um and the it's just like things haven't unfolded yet you don't know what's happening on one side versus the other side you don't know who's alive on one side versus on the other side because they're basically the same and it's it's all it's been so the people who are like 30 years older or something like that um yeah. Oh, we'll have a counterpart because when the door opened, the world yeah. is exactly the same. But they may not be the same person now, but they still share the same childhood if they're like, like let's say fifty yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, that's that is a pretty. I like I like the premise. is pretty. It's pretty simple, but then like could go a lot of places. Right. So basically, the the plot of the show is there's some conspiracy on the one side that's ha- sent over an assassin to the other side that has a hit list. And they're trying to figure out why they're doing this, what the motives are. And um, and the agency that the guy works for is the agency that holds the secret of the other universe. And they share information back and forth to each other to help either further society or profit or just like try to understand how to like what things might yeah. come. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the show. That is, that is pretty interesting. It's what is called it called again? Counterpart. Counterpart. Yeah, there's only two it episodes. Seems like that would be a good book. There's only two episodes so far. So, and it has a uh, J.K. Simmons as the main character, and I don't know if you know him, but he's yeah. like a pretty good actor. He's he's an older guy, so it's it's he's not a it's not a young it's not like a young dashing lad as the main character. It's like an old bald dude who's not really good looking at all. <laughs> Just a good actor. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna check that out. That does sound cool. And then sounds pretty sweet. Last Saturday, I went to a play with some friends, and it was called Straight White Men. Yeah. And Wait, where did you see it? Uh, at a theater in Capitol Hill. You know that building that says "Art" on it, or whatever, in big lights up on like Twelfth or whatever, maybe maybe Twelfth Avenue in Pine. Uh, oh yeah, 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 I do. So they have a theater in there. They, in have, there? they have a couple theaters actually in there, and oh, that's it was cool. in. I was in there, and so this is a uh, a show that's actually going to Broadway, and this is its run before going to Broadway. Yeah, and um, it there was always like the, it's it, there was all these like caution things, like caution. These are woke people, so if you're a straight white male, be prepared to be offended, kind of thing, like all that, like all this. These are like, woke people. Yeah, woke. Do you ever hear that term, woke? <laughs> I did, but not like very much. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me I'm woke. I mean, like, I, like people don't usually. Yeah, I don't me... hang with the woke crowd. I guess. Yeah, I don't hang with the woke crowd either. But someone called me woke before the show, so 
Um, I felt good about myself, but then at the same time, I felt ashamed. It's hard to explain. Like I was like, yeah, I guess I'll... I don't even exactly know what it means. So what means that you're a, it's kind of like the, it's the, I would say more liberal way of saying being red pilled. So, yeah. so you don't conservative. So like, you're not like you're paying attention to things and actually think rather than just go along with whatever. Right. You're aware of like the injustices of being of a way of straight white male, like how you have competitive advantages, how people have are not born equally and don't have the same kind of like, are not given the same opportunities based off of their race yeah. color or creed. Yes. Yeah. That would be a classic example of, of woke. Is that the only time like that? That's, is that specifically what that term means? I'm pretty like, sure just, that would, is it about any like race thing or is it just about like white male stuff? I think it's it's basically under it's basically when someone has some privilege of some sort and and is aware of that privilege makes you woke. Oh yeah, yeah. I so you're not that, living in a bubble. Yeah. Let let's see what let's see. Like the, you remember on Thirty Rock the bubble guy? I mean, it was really. <laughs> it was John Hamm. Uh, so Do you remember that? I I I only remember the bubble guy from Northern Exposure. Oh, no, I mean, he wasn't in a bubble. It was John Hamm, and, like, he was really bad at everything, but everyone said that he was really good at it. Like, he went and hung out with uh, um some, like, host from a cooking show who was a girl, but she just thought he was really hot, and he, like, cooked for her, and, like, he, like, marinated the chicken in, like, uh, Gatorade or something, and she <laughs> said, wow, this is, like, the best chicken that I've ever had. <laughs> and, like, you know, he believed it, but then, like, Liz was trying to say, like, you know, like not everything you do is like that good. People just tell you that it is because <laughs> like they think you're hot. Right. <laughs> he was living in a bubble. <laughs> was that wasn't John Hamm's character from Mad Men, was it? Yeah, it was John Hamm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have seen those. I have seen some of those episodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, he like tried to ride a motorcycle and it's like, oh, you look so cool. But he was like horrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that. So being woke means being aware, knowing what's going on in the community relating to racism and social injustice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. Interesting. So the yeah. show. Yeah. It wasn't very good. <laughs> so that was no? for a No, it wasn't. It Built wasn't. Up, all that. It wasn't very good. So here, the plot is very confusing. Okay. So as the show starts, do you know what cisgender is? Cisgender? No, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah. Gender. I didn't know about this either. I had to look it up. But cisgender is like uh, relating to the gender that you were given at, like you associate yourself with, I guess. I guess. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, so it's like whether or not that's your birth gender, it's the one that like you mentally relate with. Hold on. I might be getting that wrong because there's donating or relating of a person whose sense of personal identity and gender correspond with their birth sex. It's actually the opposite of what I was saying. Oh, okay. Cisgender okay. is the is when you associate with your birth gender. I don't. There's like a there's another um, there's another opposite of that, and I forget what it is of the opposite of cisgender. But anyway, there's like a a person who who not cisgender. It's the I can't remember. Uh, I I I don't remember. It's not just. It's not. It's transgender is the opposite. Um, transgender is the opposite of cisgender. FYI, that's I had to look it up. That, that's easier to understand too, actually. Uh, so, um, there's two people at the start of the show, and it's a yeah. it's a black woman, but the black it's the woman is actually a man. But he, uh, yeah. but she says I like to refer to as she. And then yeah, and he, it's wearing like a like a whatever and like a feather boa and is like loud and flamboyant. And then there's another kind of. This is like a more manly looking woman who doesn't like to be referred to as um, she, but refers to as they. Yeah. And so, th so I'm like, whoa, this is what is going to happen here. Right. Like this is, this is weird. Cause they're just like, they're dealing with stuff and they're talking to us and then they leave and they get into the crowd with us and they start watching the show with us. And then the rest of the show yeah. is about like a father and his three kids and they're all white. And they're supposed to be woke, as in they understand things. And uh, it's all it takes place during like three days of Christmas over Christmas break. And yeah, um, 
it's kind of complicated. I don't want to get into it, but basically at the end of the show, there's three brothers. Two of them are very successful and one of them isn't. And at the end of yeah. the show, the one that's not successful, all the brothers get pissed at him because he went to Harvard. He had given been given all these advantages and he's not doing anything with it. Yeah. And he's living with his father. And then at the end, the father's like, um, like I'm, I'm really upset with you. I, he tried to pay for his like college to, um, loans. This this. He kept refusing, refusing. And um, he's like, I'm kicking you out of the house. Right. And then, yeah. then he leaves. And then the guy just stares into the crowd. Right. And just stares there. Yeah. And is just looking around. And then the, the two people from the, the audience, like the, the black, beginning ones yeah yeah they come down and they turn around and they they snap their fingers yeah and then the lights go down and then they come up and everyone's gone and there was no like cue that this was the end of the freaking play yeah and so we're just sitting there probably for like three to five minutes just like everybody yeah everybody was just in the audience was like just sitting there quietly yeah, and we're like, okay. Uh, it, it remind me of um that John Cage piece where he comes in, he opens the piano, doesn't play anything for like two minutes and two seconds, and then shuts it, and that's the performance. You know what I'm really? talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I don't that. know that, but I can imagine. So like, it felt like that. I'm like, okay. And then there was a talk afterwards, like uh, like one of those where people come and they like do a talk or whatever, which I did not stay for. And then the lady's like, yeah. uh, walks through the thing, she's well, I guess there's no way I could actually like not make this awkward. Thanks for the show. No one knew the show was over. Like, and she was like, and then ex- she went in and explained like, there's going to be a panel, blah, 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 blah. But it was the weirdest thing. If there was that lady didn't come out, I don't, we might've just sat there for 45 minutes. Just quiet. Like it was so I weird. know, right? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do like a, a curtain call or something? Like any no. sign that it was over? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And what does that even mean? Like, I don't, that, is that a conclusion? Like... That's it wasn't like, a conclusion. That's the thing. Like there was no conclusion. As a matter of fact, I was just starting to get into the story. And I was like, yeah, we're getting somewhere. And then it was like over. <laughs> and like the the and the thing was, and the whole point of the thing, apparently, which I don't necessarily think I take away from this, is that we are meant to feel sorry for this white male, straight white male, who had all of this privilege and chose to do nothing for it because and he was getting criticized by his family yeah. being like like you know a mess but we feel sympathy but he was extended all these gifts and we should be thinking about like how that relates to greater society where people don't have privilege huh yeah you know that you know that quiet moment right now where like luke our our big listener will be like that was an awkward silence that silence amplify that (laughs) and then extend it for four minutes and that's what it was like at the show. That's right. I feel but like I, it's a good message, but it seems like that they didn't do a very good job conveying it. They, like they were trying to convey it like inconspicuously. So you had a realization, but then like it, it wasn't enough information to actually do that. No, it was, it didn't really make any sense at all. It didn't make any sense at all. And basically I've just ruined the show because probably the most interesting thing about the show is the, is the end when it goes bl- like black and then comes up and no one's there. And you're like, what the fuck? That's like probably the most interesting thing that happened during the whole thing. That's <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. So um, I wasn't going to see it anyways. Well, I know you weren't going to see it, but maybe, you know, just, but it's good to talk about. It was so funny. I was, I went to a, a, a whiskey tasting, like a whole hullabaloo. Oh whiskey yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I did this last Friday and, um, and the, uh, oh man, there was so many interesting people to look at there. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> was it all guys? No, it was it was I would say it was probably 60-40 maybe. Yeah. 60 65-35. Um but uh um I saw Elliot, remember Elliot? He was there. Um Yeah, that's cool. So anyway, um if it was watching by, Hey Elliot. It was uh, the Seattle Spirit Society, which is like Yeah. Uh, um but anyway, it was really cool. I drank like a whole, not drank a lot, but tried a whole bunch of different, um, like different local whiskeys, locally made stuff, and some non-local. Made. They had a bottle of this uh, stuff from Bainbridge Distillery made from Japanese oak that goes for three hundred dollars a bottle. 
goes for three hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah. And uh, I tried it, and I was like, I don't understand why that's three hundred dollars a bottle. I basically, I don't think I have a palate. I don't think I have a palate. And um, yeah. So then um, uh, what was I gonna say? So we're talking, 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 and we were. I was talking with the the folks I went with. Um, and I said, uh, you know, the, we were talking about what we do in our spare time, and I was like. You know, I go to you know do this and that and blah blah blah. And then we were talking. Somehow theater came up, right? And yeah, then, uh, I was just like, and they're like, oh, they were like, we we don't really we don't really do that. We don't really go to the theater or whatever. Because oh, I know how it came up. Yeah, I was talking about Hamilton because you know Hamilton's coming. Oh yeah, the Hamilton stuff. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and then they're like, oh no, you, they're like, do you go to the theater a lot? And I was like, maybe I do actually. Because and then I was like, as a matter of fact, I'm going to the theater tomorrow. Like it was just one of those things. Like <laughs> that's pretty good. You weren't woke about going to the theater. I, I guess. was. I was completely oblivious <laughs> to the fact that I go to the theater. That is correct. Um. Um. But yeah, there there was it was some good. There was one man that was I feel like was in costume. Like I'm. Um, I feel like there was performance artists at this place, pretty much. Like I feel like really, yeah. I always was... wanted to have a party like that where I hire like people to just like hang out, like and in be character, weird, like, impersonators or whatever. Yeah, or anything. It's like the in uh, Silicon Valley where they have the big parties and they just have like the social people, like you know the the interesting, like you know, hot young people be there just to talk to people. Yeah, it was. There was a guy that looked like he came, you know, Cirque du Soleil. He was. He was actually yeah. his face was powdered white. His hair was dyed gray, what? and he was wearing like a white, like flowy top and like short pant, like white, like baggy. You know, like those, uh, like uh, I would say, like yeah. tie, like yoga pants that bulge out but get real tight at the thing. Wearing like a leather satchel, just going around trying whiskey. It really didn't make any sense. Um, he looked like he looked like a, like a gym, like a professional, like you know, uh, what's that, Theatro Zanzani or whatever. Like he looked like from that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it was pretty good. That's it was pretty cool. It was pretty. That by the way, Teatro Zanzani. That is a deep local cut right there. Not people are people are like what the hell is that? But uh, <laughs> is that only local? I thought that was like no, it's a local. Chain thing. It's only local. Yeah. Um. So if any anything, folks, you're gonna walk away knowing what cisgender is and what. Teatro Zanzani is, which is basically a theater cabaret club here in, in the Pacific Seattle area. Um, Pacific we, Seattle area. Yeah, Pacific Northwest Seattle area. Sorry, I meant to say Pacific Northwest. Shut your face. I mean, it all works. I just was po- pointing it out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, <sighs> Super Bowls this weekend. Polls will be greased. And uh, oh, I guess the last thing is the is the algorithms where people are putting faces of other people on other people. Oh, yeah. For porn, for porn, <laughs> yeah. The one that was most impressive to me is uh, is the super is the Wonder Woman one. It really looks like Wonder yeah. Woman. It's ridiculous. But the one that I saw, and I've looked at a lot of them. I well, basically, when I found it out, there's a subreddit called uh, Deep. I can't remember what it's called actually now, but um, uh, there's like a bunch of them. But the the ones that everyone's putting Nick Cage everywhere. It's pretty funny. Nick Cage is going everywhere. But it's um, yeah. yeah. So uh, check it out. It's it's just look it up. Uh, just type in machine learning algorithm. Oh, it's called deep the 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 subreddit. It's deep fakes, deep fakes. Yeah, you could check that deep out. Fake. It's not so much like I, um, it's not so much like it's something I'm seeking out to like get off on. It's more like I'm looking at it because I want to see how good it could get. You know what I mean? Yeah. How real it could. I look. think it's. A- it's crazy that like that's such like a it's so easy to do now, but I'm excited for the time when you can just like tell a simple story or like a couple of guidelines to an AI and then it'll make like a whole feature film for you. Like I want a movie about like a uh, you know Brad Pitt and like a uh, you know someone else like um Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, like Gal- two different Gal- time Gal- zones. Two different time zones, and time time periods. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn, Circa Breakfast yeah. at Tiffany. And yeah, uh, it's kind of like Iron Man, but then like there's a you know some other stuff in it. Just like throw out a bunch of stuff, and then it'll like make a whole movie. Like that would be cool. That doesn't seem that undoable. This is the plot. This is the plot. Basically, the plot of uh of that uh, book, the one that Steven Spielberg made into a movie just recently. Which one? I forget the name of it now. 
Yeah, I can't remember the name of it now. It's coming out. It's coming out this summer. It's it's like a th- it's like a homage to the eighties, where it's like you got, you enter into the in the book you enter into the movies and it's like you're actually there. I mean, like the holodeck. No, it's sort of. It's VR though. It's VR, like a headset kind of thing. Oh, so that's just like how VR is now. Right, but it's all, it's it's uh not it's I don't. It's a world. Do you understand? I just mean that it would it would make the story for you. I see. Like, not only the character, but it would like it would like fabricate a story based on a bunch of stuff that it already knew and make it work. Here's the thing: there is right now no technology that I know of where you could put on a headset and enter into the into the movie Sweet Sixteen. You know what I mean, or whatever. Sixteen candles, like other like movies that already exist. Yes, sixteen candles. Like you're not. Oh yeah, that would. Yeah, you could do it. Like. You could just recreate movies that already exist, and then and into then yourself, do whatever you want into with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would totally be able to do that. Yeah, that is that is pretty cool. Yeah, that's the that's sort of the plot of that movie or book. Yeah, because you could just use any movie like world as a setting for anything else, because it would be able to make whatever like story you want on the fly. Well, what what's cool is like basically you could have the movie and all the characters doing the things from the movie, but you could be in the world of that thing. So all of the movie plot can be happening, but you could be just like somewhere else exploring something else that has nothing to do with it. But if you wanted to come see the thing that was happening, like the action where the camera was, uh, you could go and see that scene. You know what I mean? I feel like it wouldn't work for a lot of movies though, just because like so much of the movie has to do with like the camera shots and the cinematography. It's like looking through the window. I don't know how they put the person in the window to have like, cause it's not always about the story. I see you're, you're talking about the montage ishness of it. The, yeah. the cuts and the editing and the, the things of that nature. Yes, you're true. That is yeah. true. Yeah. But um, cause what I mean, about when it cuts to another scene? Like you can't, it's not like you're going to like jump. You'd have to just switch contexts or no, whatever. You wouldn't even see it but what if it's you... like, you want to see it. If it's parallel time zones, you missed it. You would have to rewind and then go to that other area and watch it. No, no. I mean, like, what if, uh, what if there's like a, th- yeah, I guess parallel time zones where like they're doing a heist or something and they're switching around to the different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and you so, mean like, the, okay, like the car outside and, and, the they, car- like, and they, they cut to the guy in the van, like, you yeah. know, yeah. looking at the screens or whatever, like, yeah, so basically you could either be at the guy in the van and the guy in the casino. No, you can't. You would either have to be with the guy in the van or you would have to be in the casino. That's the way it would work. That's that would make the movies not as cool. No. Like you'd have to watch the movie first to know what's going to happen cuz otherwise you wouldn't even know what's going on. Or like, it would get in a movie world like you wouldn't know that movie was happening. Well, that's my point. There could be multiple movies happening. I think that is the future of entertainment. There could be like a thousand zillion plot lines happening and you just enter yourself into it and you just like roam around and watch it happen. It's like a Grand Theft Auto of movies. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. But in Grand Theft Auto, it still goes in. You like you go to a section and then it's kind of like curated for going through that section, which is basically what a theme park would be. Like you go to a theme park and then like, except for it's like, come in and like see this adventure and then you'd go through it or whatever you know you're talking about like tomorrowland or world of warcraft tomorrowland or like you know like different worlds it's like oh here's the different each one would be a ride it's like world of warcraft where you have to meet at like you know like oh when's it gonna spawn when's the next time that this the story is gonna spawn or whatever (laughs) what's the classic world of warcraft thing where they're talking and then he just charges in like the classic. I don't meme. know. You don't know. Okay, forget it. It's like a classic thing where the guy's like "yeehaw" and then just runs in, and they're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I, you know what I'm talking about? The 10 year anniversary that just happened. I think. Um. I anyway, only, I played like maybe for 15, 20 minutes. That's all World of Warcraft I've got. More than I played. I made a character. Played a little bit. That's about it. I've never played it at all. World of uh, Warcraft meme. My character oh, was no pants, and I didn't wear pants. Oh, Leroy Jenkins. 
that's the classic thing where they're all like, all right, everybody, we're going to go in and blah, 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 blah. And they're, da, 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 and they're like going through all the things. And then the, the little orc guys just says, whatever. And then just runs in and goes, Leroy Jenkins. And then like starts doing, they're like, oh no, 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 no. And then like everything goes to hell from that. You've never seen that video? It's classic. No, I don't think I've seen it. All right. I'm sending you the link. That's like, uh, as a matter of fact, that might right. have to be our, uh, our thing. <laughs> <laughs> our cover that's yeah. a pretty good cover okay all right so uh we're part of a part we're part of a, a, a um we're part podcast of a network. podcast network sorry I, the leroy jenkins video was playing in the background and i i, I started getting distracted so go to soon to be named network.com you could get a lot of great podcasting stuff from them yes. uh just you know and uh this is uh you got anything else before we sign off here uh and tune in on thursdays nine o'clock we uh try to do live here at freshman parlance on youtube check out our podcast also which is on freshmanparlance.com or just search freshman parlance on google or apple or wherever like you can get podcasts all right this is part this is parlancing sayonara muchachos fresher saying later taters leroy jenkins